we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today we're going to talk about urethritol. Now, some of you might not even know what urethritol is. Uh, some of you who are diabetic or maybe are into kind of the paleo, keto, alternative health world might know what urethritol is. But there was a study that came out recently stating that it increases your chances of getting cardiovascular incidences like strokes. So I'm going to be glinting off the USA Today. We're doing old school 2017, 2018 uh, Awakened Man episode here. But a sweetener found in nature and often added to diet products, particularly for the ketogenic diet, may actually contribute to clogged arteries and strokes, a new study suggests. People with the highest level of the sugar substitute urethritol in their blood were shown to have twice the risk for strokes, blood clots, and death compared with those with the lowest levels. Animal and lab studies reinforce the idea that urethritol might cause clots, said Dr. Blah Blah and Blah Blah from the Cleveland Clinic. Quote, the very group of people most vulnerable to experience adverse cardiac events are the ones we're recommending these kinds of dietary foods for, he said. So what is it? Urethritol is a sugar alcohol and it has no calories and it's found naturally at low levels in some foods like grapes and mushrooms and pears. That's not the problem. The problem is that it's been added to tons of processed foods. And it's going to be added to a lot of foods as a sugar substitute. So if you look like if a lot of you guys are into like low, low sugar, no sugar, high fat granola bars or energy bars or drinks, all these things that are too good to be true because they actually have some sweetness, but they have zero sugar. Many times they're going to have either stevia or urethritol, xylitol, one of these. So it doesn't affect your blood glucose. It doesn't spike your blood glucose. And urethritol many times is in the sweetener Truvia. Truvia will have urethritol and sometimes it'll have stevia. We have a previous episode on some of the issues with stevia. Though many sweeteners provide intense flavor and need to be used in small concentrations, urethritol sweetness is close to that of sugar, so it can be used as a substitute in baking. The body actually produces urethritols, but at levels well below what's found with the added sweetener, said blah, 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 blah. Current federal guidelines do not require that urethritol has to be included on a product's ingredient lists. The label might say artificially sweetened with national natural products or zero sugar. So this is a problem because we like foods to have all the ingredients that are listed, but it could have urethritol, which is linked to blood clots and strokes, and you won't even know. So again, always look at the ingredient list. This was a big push five, six years ago where we wanted GMO foods to be listed. There'd be a label that says this, you know, cereal includes genetically modified foods, which is all cereals because also, you know, corn is GMO'd in America, the majority of it. And there was big backlash. 
from Kellogg's and Post and Big Food saying it would cost, it would raise the prices because we'd have to change the wording on the box. What? But of course, they don't want you to know because they know there's a growing group of people that are more invested in their health and they want to know every ingredient in their food. Shocking that someone would want to know and have full con- full consent when deciding to ingest this food. But no, of course. I mean, look, how many how many code words are there for sugar? Dextrose, maltodextrin. I mean, we we've have an episode and there's like 26 code words for corn, corn sugar. So let's talk about the study. For the study published Monday in Nature Medicine, the blah blah lead scientist collected blood from 1,100 volunteers undergoing cardiac risk assessment. They looked for chemical signatures in the blood and tracked who had a heart attack, stroke, or died over the next three years. Urethritol was at the very top of the list of compounds that predicted subjects at higher risk for a bad outcome. High blood levels of urethritol seemed to lower the threshold for triggering a clot. Then the researchers tested the sugar substitute in mice and in human blood in the lab looking to explain why this might happen. That exploration strongly suggests urethritol promotes blood clots. Quote, this is the new pathway we think is contributing to residual cardiovascular risk. So what does other research say in urethritol? So the results of this study are contrary to decades of scientific research showing that reduced calorie sweeteners like urethritol are safe, says Blah Blah, executive director of the Caloric Calorie Control Council, an association representing the low and reduced calorie food and beverage industry. So he's a whore, that's essentially. He is a lobbyist for ones like urethritol. So he says, results of this study are contrary to decades of scientific research showing reduced calorie sweeteners like urethritol safe. Like you are objective here. The people in the study were at increased risk for cardiovascular problems, this guy said in a statement. So the results should not be extrapolated to the general population. Oh, I'm sure you don't want the general population to know about this. However, other studies have also raised questions about the raw urethritol. There was a study done in Cornell University, and it showed that Cornell University freshmen who had a lot of urethritol in their blood at the beginning of their first year gained more weight than students with low levels. Whether the urethritol was simply a sign someone was likely to gain weight or cause of it remains a question, says a Cornell researcher who was involved in it. Quote, it predicts your risk for developing disease. Theoretically, you can intervene and make changes. Close quote. It's not clear whether people with high blood levels of urethritol are consuming more of it or whether something in their body is leading to that excess, says the lead scientist. But there's no question eating food with the sweetener in it will dramatically boost blood levels of urethritol, clearly. Urethritol can also convert into an acid called urethronate, which is commonly found in the tissue of many people with cancer. <laughs> Initial safety studies on urethritol looked only at short-term exposure and found the body cleared of it cleared it quickly. Field studied what happened in mice if they consume it chronically, and she found mice that were fed high levels of urethritol for eight straight weeks retained blood levels of urethritol 30 times above normal for at least five hours. Mm. So should you stop consuming it? Well, it's too early to say definitively 
whether urethritol causes problems for people who consume it regularly, high blood levels of urethritol might simply be a marker of problems to come rather than the cause of them. But in the meantime, the lead scientists all say they intend to stay away from it as much as they can. And the lead scientists said the US, F, I'm sorry, the US FDA should consider its classification of sugar substitutes as generally recognized as safe and should study it further instead of saying it's safe. At the current knowledge we have, I would not recommend people use it, says the lead scientist. All right. So look, I totally get why people do it. I totally get why people do it. I would say, why are you using artificial sweeteners? I mean, the classic artificial sweetener is aspartame. Aspartame. We have an article at Naturopathic Earth, and I believe I've done at least two episodes in the last six years on aspartame. It's insidious backstory how it got legalized back in 1980. Donald Rumsfeld from Baby Bush fame was the CEO of the company who got it legalized. The Carter administration had it banned because they knew it was causing seizures in rats and brain tumors in rats. But when Reagan became president, he fired the FDA chief and brought in a new one who promptly legalized it. We know aspartame is problematic. We know that stevia has a sordid history. That was banned for quite some time as well for a variety of issues, but now it's legalized. So look, I would tell you in general, I know this is hard to say, but how about we just have a balanced approach with sugar? Oh, but Gregory, we're addicted to sugar. Yes, you know, right now we're in Lent. And so in the, in the Catholic and Orthodox world, it's customarily to give up meat on Fridays. And this is a tradition, a small tea tradition that goes back to the medieval era because back then meat was a luxury item and it tasted good and it led to um, appetites, right? You couldn't stop eating a lot of meat because meat tastes good. Really, if we were to update this, what to give up for Lent on Fridays? It should be sugar and screens because these are much harder addictions. So yes, sh sugar consumption is addictive. It has a dopaminic effect on us. I would tell you the better thing is, is have a normal, healthy relationship with food. Now, this is easier said than done, of course, because most people who have a disordered relationship with food, in other words, you're overweight, developed this in childhood. It's childhood trauma that led you to kind of turn to this in an inordinate, unhealthy way, dysfunctional way. So sugar is bad for us. It is a carcinogen, and it leads to a host of problems, metabolic problems, obesity, cancer, diabetes, hyperlipidemia, like all these problems. And they put sugar in tons of things throughout the day that we don't even think would have sugar, like barbecue sauce, honey mustard, ketchup, all these things. And look, they, of course, are trying to hit the bliss point and all this packaged food, so we go keep going back to eat more of it. I get it. We know we're being manipulated all the time. That being said, knowledge is power, and we know this stuff is toxic. But I'd rather be eating sugar, preferably cane sugar, not high fructose corn syrup, which is an obesogen, than the fake stuff. Because the fake stuff is fake, guys. You know, we went through this fad 10 years ago, or not even like 30 years ago. Let's get fat-free jello, fat-free pudding, fat-free yogurt, right? Because they were just putting aspartame and all that stuff. And all the studies were coming out that aspartame is horrific for us. And now it's like, oh, these are new healthy alternatives. Oh, they're tall. You're either tall, stevia. No, these are just, they're pretty bad too. So how about we just have sugar, 
cane sugar. So I would recommend if you have the money and you like sodas, which is, I don't like sodas, Coca Cancer, but get sodas that have high, that that have that have uh, cane sugar, and not have fructose corn syrup. So you have to buy the the kind of the marquee designer brands. But pretty much every packaged food is going to have high fructose corn syrup or some equivalent. It's going to have these fake sweeteners and it's going to have these corn sweeteners. So if you can afford it, buy the organic stuff that actually has legitimate cane sugar. And the reason they took that out of sodas and everything is because corn is so cheap, it was cheaper to put in corn, high fructose corn syrup, than cane sugar because the corn industry is subsidized by the government. This stuff's not good for us. So I would just tell you, I would honestly just try to limit the amount of sugar that you have. Avoid certainly the corn sugars, but kind of avoid as much of the fake stuff you can. And please do your own due diligence and research and look into it that these sugar alternatives are problematic. And this is just one study showing that. Guys, if you don't know, I have a movie podcast called The Cinema Rag. I should have mentioned this earlier on. It has about... 60 episodes so if you like movies and celebrity gossip go check that out and of course go check out female holistic health apothecary the awakened man and confessions of an obese child if you appreciate my content there is a link to make a donation because i don't make dinero from doing this and if you want to go check out all the back episodes click on the link because there's a link to go to the website naturopathic earth which has all the back episodes and most of the back episodes you can find on Apple and Spotify as well. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.